Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have you company for On The Pace on this Monday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Brittany Graham with you for this week's extended edition. We're about to chat harness racing for the next half an hour or so. We'll have plenty of guests to catch up with as well. Uh, Of course, as you would have just heard in that ad, it's Tamworth uh, Carnival of Cups time and the Tamworth Golden Guitar uh, night and that feature alongside a myriad of others is to be run this Friday evening and we had heats of the Golden Guitar last night which we'll touch on very shortly. So we're going to catch up uh, with Richard Williams who was able to take home one of those heats last night with Got A Shop Early. We'll also touch base with Ricky Alchin. Uh, we know that Ricky has always a nice team of horses around him. He's got a few starters tomorrow at Menangle and uh, he will also hopefully have some of the stable stars not too far away from a racetrack return. And finally, Blake Jones from the Riverina uh, will also have uh, some key drives tomorrow evening. And he is one of the uh, Fantasy Harness Racing ambassadors. So we'll catch up with him in regards to that as well. First things first, though, uh, I thought it was a good opportunity to catch up with Richard Williams with those five heats of the Golden Guitar last night. They were fairly evenly spread, which is going to make for such an intriguing final on Friday evening, $40,000. It's always a hotly contested series, just to run through of the heat winners. Surface was able to uh, land the opening heat in 155 and 8 Metallica Man to Tom Ison, too good in heat 2. Chap Daddy, Bernie Hewitt, made uh, a rare trip to Tamworth and that was made all worthwhile with Chap Daddy saluting. Got a shop early, uh, then our 10-year-old was able to win the fourth heat and the final heat went the way of Man from Bravo. So, as mentioned, uh, the winning was fairly evenly uh, split and that's going to make for a very, very intriguing final on Friday night. Fields for that meeting will come through uh, tomorrow afternoon with nominations closing tomorrow morning. Not only do we have the Golden Guitar, but also the Constellation, the Tamworth Cup uh, and a few other features as well. Good prize money on offer. The Dash for Cash is always an intriguing contest. But as we say, good morning uh, to Richard Williams. First things first, Richard, congratulations. I know that uh, that win last night was got a shop early would have been a pretty special one now a 10 year old and he seems to just be going as well as ever yeah thanks for having me Britt. yeah no it was um a fantastic night and um yeah really honored to you know get a runner in the final we've been trying to get in there for a while and to make it with this bloke at 10 years of age is um yeah quite an accomplishment he's been such a great horse over a long period of time got a shop early he's raced on you know metropolitan level he's been seemingly here there and everywhere he's earned just shy of two hundred thousand dollars and he is hoping on friday he soars up and over that but for your stable it's always you've always got to have a flagship horse and he's been that for you uh, for a little while now yeah 100 percent um you know you, you've got to have those types of horses in your barn and just they're the ones that get you up in the morning and you know, he mightn't be the flashiest looking or he never does it, you know, glamorously or anything like that. But one thing you you know you're going to get with him is his effort. And um, at the end of the day, that's all we can ask for. And, um, yeah, he's taken us everywhere. We've been to Victoria, Queensland a lot. He's been to country cups. He's been everywhere and, and accomplished, you know, um, good things in that time. And um, this is just the icing on the cake. And, yeah, it'd be great to crack the 200K on, on Friday night. 
Was this a series that you had in mind for him for some time or did or did it just happen that he was at the right rating at the right time and, and it sort of all came up and no doubt uh, it's always something that you're looking towards, but has it been a, a plan for some time? Uh, yeah, it has, Britt. Um, you know, obviously this time of year, we, you know, he's, he's usually up in grade where he can't even contest the guitar. So we always, you know, aim for the for the cup, which he's won two of now. So we were, that was really the main aim was, you know, trying to get three cups this year. And um, leading into the series, it was like, well, he's he's actually made the grade for the guitar. So, um, you know, we threw him in and, you know, um, his lead up run on Monday in the, in the Nugget, wasn't a real crash shot run by him but a lot of things didn't go his way and I was just I know it sounds silly but it was actually a drop in grade you know I mean he's been racing you know well up to 100 Raiders you know all this prep and to drop back to 60 to 75 was a big drop in grade for him he just needed a nice drive and generally that's what you get with Tommy on and yeah he got the job done. He rated 56 and 80 had that nice trip in proceedings from the inside of the second row, but a real uh, constant across last night's heats was just pressure throughout. Generally, as a rule, uh, the final quarter was the steadiest across the board, so you would expect that to be, I guess, a similar occurrence on Friday night, and I think a real positive for the race, and I've mentioned it a few times, the winning has been so evenly split that it's going to be really, really competitive racing. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, the track's on fire at the moment. We've had two track records in the last, well, this week. So um, it's always hotly contested, and that suits him too. He doesn't like it when they sit up. If the speed's genuine um, and he can just keep on trucking, it, it suits him perfectly. So, and, you know, just having a look across, um, you know, the winners and who's qualified, there's a lot of gate speed there, and, um, yeah, there's a lot of genuine tempo. So, that's what we'll be hoping for again. And, yeah, look, it's it's always a great race. And, um, yeah, it's this will be no different. Tom Ison drove him last yeah. night, you mentioned, and he's also qualified a horse. So uh, have you managed to get down to the to the nitty-gritty of, of who will steer him on Friday night? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's a hard way. It's sort of, it, it sucks. You know, Tommy's just, you know, he, he's just, yeah, he's amazing. But, um yeah, no, we have, um, <clears throat> I've locked in Blake Hughes, so Blakey's going to take the steer on him, and, um, you know, they, you know, I'm sure Blake, I don't think Blake's actually driven him before, but, um, you know, he's seen plenty of him, and he knows how much he means to me, and he knows how how much we'd, we'd love to, to get this race, so um, I'm more than happy to have Blake um, as a replacement, and, um, yeah, good luck to Tommy, I, you know, his horse runs a race as well, and, um, yeah, hopefully we run one too, but Hopefully I get him on the line. As mentioned, the fields will be out tomorrow afternoon, but with the national rating, uh, I guess, work of this series, have you had a, a chance to try and figure out where you may draw? Um, oh, I tried to have a little look before, but in, in all honesty, mate, I don't... I don't it doesn't really worry me. I mean, <laughs> I'm just so grateful to be there. It, you know... This horse deserves a crack in it. Um, you know, he's done everything in this in this area. Um, you know, we're there. Um, he doesn't have the gate speed, even if he did draw an alley, to, you know, hold and be prominent. So he's probably better off drawing out or back anyway and just let the speed burn. And, you know, he's going to grind it out at the finish anyway. So 
I haven't really properly looked at it or worked it out, but at the end of the day, Britt, I'm there and, you know, no one probably expected him to be there and, he, you know, he gets written off a lot and just to be there, I'm, you know, I hope they don't write him off this week because he's one horse you definitely don't want to be, um, you know, putting a pencil through because um, he's been there and done it and been doing it for years. So, yeah, he, he'll he'll run a race. You can tell just uh, in your voice how much this does mean to you. You know, you've probably uh, contested uh, races, bigger races or bigger series, but uh, this is one race that you really want to win, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, we moved back down here, you know, six years ago and, you know, we've been trying to... We've never qualified one. Uh, we've never, you know, when the series sort of comes up, we never really have one that's sort of good enough. To, you know, we've, we've had them in the heats, but, then, you know, they're not sort of good enough and... Um, this bike's definitely good enough. It's just, you know, and, you know, to make it is, yeah, like, it was an unbelievable feeling last night. Like, it, it got the better of us, and, you know, we were still up at 2 o'clock this morning, just couldn't stop talking about it. It's like we won the race, and it's, you know, yeah, as you said, I know it's not a million-dollar race or anything like that, but, you know, on your home track, you know, in front of your family and friends, and, yeah, it, it will mean a lot if he could do it. It's, you know, it's, it's, he's going to need to be on his game, and, um, Blakey's going to have to drive a 10 out of 10 um, but you know as I said yeah, if we could win it yeah I don't know what I'd do it's, um, I'm pretty good at holding tears back but I yeah, got a bit close last night so I reckon it might, they might come out on Friday night if it happens Wonderful stuff well we'll all be cheering for you and here's hoping you get a, a nice kind draw tomorrow afternoon which will help and you can get the job done there on Friday night. Enjoy the week, Richard, and best of luck from all of us here at Sky Sports Radio. Thanks so much, Britt. Um, have a good one. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Richard Williams there, the trainer of Got a Shop Early, one of the five heat winners of uh, last night's the Golden Guitar uh, Heats, and we'll be looking uh, to get the job done in that $40,000 final on Friday night, which will be uh, the feature for the weekend. We'll take a quick breather here on On The Pace. On the other side, we'll catch up with Ricky Alchin. New year means new gear. Get into Totally Workwear Bridalmere for our back-to-work sale. Store-wide discounts on the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue. And what about our big FXD offer? Spend $300 on FXD gear and receive a free FXD sweat towel while stocks last. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open seven days until 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Back to work sale, now on. Light up your Friday and celebrate Lunar New Year trackside. Enjoy night racing, bands, pop-up food markets and bars, along with a lion dance performance and god of wealth. Entry is free. Kia Friday Night Racing, January 20, Canterbury Park. Find out more at theracers.com.au. Get live racing on tap with a tap up. See every earth shattering race live with not one, not two, but all three Sky Racing channels. Plus tips from Sky experts and a bit of this. Come on. This too. Some of this. And this. For all three Sky Racing channels on tap, download the tap up. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help 1 800 858 858. Welcome back to On The Pace on this Monday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. No racing in New South Wales today uh, for the harness racing fans, but we will have two cards of racing tomorrow. Menangle in their regular Tuesday afternoon time slot, followed up by Wagga. So um, for the next 15 minutes or so, we'll have an early look ahead to 
those two meetings. And Ricky Alchin's going to play a part at Menangle tomorrow afternoon. He's got the three runners, and they all look at genuine hopes in their respective races as well. Ricky, thanks for your time. No worries, Britt. Three runners tomorrow, and we'll start off uh, with their chances because, as mentioned, they're all uh, hard in the market and they'll all be uh, solid winning hopes as well. You're duly represented in the opener with King City and Flashy Seb in the up-to-55-rated Trotters event. Firstly, King City, uh, he was a really nice young horse, this guy, joined your stable, and probably things didn't go to plan in their entirety. And I would assume, seeing as he spent uh, over a year off the scene, things probably went awry after that. So uh, what's the last 18 months also been like with this horse? Yeah, um, he come across from New Zealand as a two-year-old and um, beautiful-looking animal, and, and I really liked him. He just had a few little soundness issues, and we ended up doing a scintigraphy on him, which is a bone scan, and um, he, he just had so much going on. He had a lot of bone bruising, and the vet suggested to give him six months off, so we gave him the time he needed, and you know he's just on the comeback trail now. He had the two trials through uh, December and, and early January, and they were both very good, but he got it all wrong uh, last time out last week. And all things being equal, his uh, effort was very, very big considering the time they ran understanding start conditions. So uh, despite, I guess, still needing to iron a few things out, is your opinion still as high of him now as it was, say, two years ago? Yeah, look, I think the abilities there, Brett, he's still very um, immature, um, in his head and he, he's still got a little bit to learn about racing but um, yeah the you know he, he has got the ability and he's still a I'd say a little bit off being at his best but you know he finds himself in a race tomorrow whereas if he puts his right foot forward he will be hard to catch but you know I still think in the next month to six weeks um, and a little bit more racing uh, you, you'll see the horse improve a bit. Mobile conditions will suit him a little better tomorrow? Uh, it should. I mean, he stepped okay last week and then just went off stride. Uh, but it was the first time he'd seen the tapes for you know, a, a long time. So, you know, he's been safe at the trials out of the mobile. And, yeah, I expect him to be forward in running tomorrow. And Flashy Seb is a, another young trotter from your team that has good ability and he has a nice record as well. Uh, particularly when he can get it right, he's really too far away. Last time out, you look at uh, the run and he found his way to the front. But... He did a lot early, and the tempo was really hot. So were you still happy with his effort? Yeah, look, I actually thought that was one of his better runs, although he didn't win. Um, you know, I don't think the horse is overly strong. I think he's got a good turn of foot. Um, and, you know, he should strengthen up as he matures. But, you know, he he did run a pretty solid three quarters um, last week, and he just faded late. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's sort of a, a touchy horse. Um, like I say, he's a little bit like King City. They're, they're not 100% mature yet and they're still learning to race. Um, and, you know, the outside barrier draw won't hurt him tomorrow just to, to get things right at the start. And You know, he has got that tactical speed, so if he happened to lean in the top half of the field, yeah, he can definitely figure. What about the 2,300 metres for him from the outside looking in? He does look like a bit of a rev head, so is that any concern? Oh, look, he doesn't pull, so to speak. He's just a little bit highly sprung, uh, highly strung. Um, I don't think the 2300 is a massive issue unless, you know, all of a sudden they, they run it pretty solid. But, um, you know, I do think his speed is his biggest asset over his strength. 
Have you checked in? Is a relatively recent stable addition. He's a horse I've always had a little bit of time for. What's your opinion of him uh, in the last month or so since he's been in your stable? He goes around in race five tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't had him all that long, um, but I, I really like the horse. Um, I, I was driving him a little bit when I was in Queensland for Ty Robson and um, Ty and his, his father decided to, to leave him here just to have a look at Menangle Track and get a bit of racing here. Um, very frustrating the the conditions of our races here on a Tuesday for a horse like him. He he's very hard to place, um, but he does find himself tomorrow in a, in a non-winners of their last five, which I find he gets into that race well. Whereas last week he was really out of his grade and then up to sixty. Um, but he his run last week was really really good. He he got you know a lot of pressure early in a very fast first quarter and. Uh, the horse that actually led faded at about the 500 and carted him back and to his credit he actually got off the fence and still found the line quite well um, yeah I, I like him and I think he's got a future Is he a derby style horse or, or are we getting a bit ahead of ourselves there just yeah, I guess that's the obvious target for a three year old at this time of year um, Look he, he would have to strengthen up a little bit to be a, a genuine derby horse um, but he's definitely got the ability to, to race in a race like the Derby, but is he good enough to win a Derby? We'll just have to sort of see what the next six six weeks bring. Um, more so the Simpson sprint at the end of the month, I think, will be more up his alley, um, and we'll just take it one step at a time with Brisbane in the winter probably being his main target. Tomorrow, I guess it's a pretty important step towards a few of those bigger races. You would expect him to be very competitive in that race and do you think it's a race that he can uh, lead all the way in? Yeah I do um, his work on Saturday um, he felt very sharp um, obviously we didn't have to do too much with him after having a pretty tough run last Tuesday but look I, I do think he'll be very hard to beat in that race and yeah going forward um, he, he is a horse that could race in the bigger races I'm not going to say he's you know, going to be a dominant contender in them but he'll definitely be good enough to be in them Speaking of good three-year-olds, we haven't seen uh, your star juvenile from last year, Tardelli, in quite some time. Where's he at? Can we have an update on uh, the multiple Group 1 winner from last year? Yeah, look, he, he just come back into the stables on Saturday, actually. Um, we elected to miss the Breeders' Crown and Vic Bread with him. Um, I just wasn't 100% happy with him. And same thing, we'd done a bone scan on him and he, he had probably similar things to... King City going on a lot of bone bruising, nothing major, but you know his bones were just stinging, um, and only being a, a juvenile, that once again the the vet suggested four to six months, and we we elected to give him more time than less time because he's a quality horse and he, he's got you know his whole career ahead of him. So we, we've decided to miss the early three-year-old races with him, and we'll just bring him up steady and, and see where he gets to. What about the Trotters, Tough Monarch, the old boy, and uh, What's Up Majestic? They've been right at the top level for the last few seasons. When will we see them back? Um, Tough Monarch is down to trial here on Wednesday. Um, th- th- this will be his last go. Like he's, he, His last campaign was um, hit and miss. Um, I probably wasn't happy with him, his whole preparation, but th- this time in, he looks really good. He's happy. He, he's sound. Um, and we'll just give him a light trial on Wednesday, and once again, we'll let him tell us. But 
you know, there was signs there last preparation that, you know, he, he's nearing the end um, of his racing career. Um, so, yeah, well, you know, the next month will be the telling with Tough Monarch. Um, you know, I'm expecting him to trial quite well. Um, and if he does so, he'll be back at the races. If not, he'll be retire into an ice cream paddock. Um, what's up, Majestic? He, I wasn't overly keen on running him in the Inner Dominion Series this year, um, but he was down there for the Breeders' Crown. So we gave him a run in the first heat. Um, and nothing went to plan. He got stuck outside them and tired. So he, he's going to have three months off, which he's already had five weeks. Um, his main target will be the winter in Queensland and then, you know, bring him up back down to Melbourne um, into the feature trot races. I do think he'll shape up. And what about young horses around you this year? You uh, so often have a, a nice two-year-old or two. It seems crazy to be asking at this time of year, but we're only a, a month or so out from uh, Pink Bonnets and, and feature juvenile races and Bathurst. Is it too far away? Do you have something around you this year that you're excited about? Um, yeah, look, we're, we've got six going to the Green Trials on Wednesday. Um, it's the first time, you know, we've stepped, stepped them out. Um, there's some lovely bred horses there and they're... They're just starting to do some really nice work, and um, there's a filly there, um, a sister to crunch time, and Captain Crusader, who, who's quite impressive. But once again, you know, there's been no pressure put on her or anything like that. But early days, she does look promising. And yeah, look, we, we always have a number of babies, and there is again this year, but they're all at different stages. And, you know, I actually really like this time of year where. You know, they start to improve and, you know, the ones you like sometimes don't quite make it and the ones you you weren't that keen on early start stepping up. So there is a mixed bag of paces and trotters there and I'm really looking forward to the season. Appreciate the update this morning. Ricky, best of luck tomorrow at Menangle. Thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, Brittany. Ricky Alton joining us there this morning. Another quick breather and then we'll wrap up on the pace this morning with the chat with Blake Jones from the Riverina. Form Guide, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Skipped breakfast, Terry Reader. It's one thing we be really clear on about actually having credibility and stability for us, and you would have noticed we've assigned Christian Wolf to come in as Wayne's assistant, and he'll take over with Wayne when Wayne finishes, and I think that was really important for our club. It's not just about the players in the field, but it's also credibility and stability off the field. That's one thing we're really keen on doing, and Wayne, especially on that, he's been wonderful in helping set this up. He's in all over the state. He's excited the big guy. He's back down to the routine now of everyday <laughs> coaching, so a lot to be excited about. Let's hope that we become everyone's second side, because let's be honest, who doesn't love a dolphin? Everyone loves a dolphin. <laughs> The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for Sydneycation at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Race at Riverina Paceway tomorrow night here in New South Wales for uh, the Harness Racing Code. Seven races there. The first gets underway at 6.05, straight off the back of Menangle. Blake Jones, he'll have a strong part to play in the majority of races there. And he's also 
one of their fantasy harness racing league ambassadors and uh, he's certainly been copping a little bit of flack I think it's fair to say over the last week or so many have uh, stuck with Blake in their team he probably didn't have the best week in the sulky he'll be looking to turn that all around tomorrow night at Wagga though and he's joining us from the pace this morning morning Blake how are you? Good morning, Brittany. Yeah, I've definitely copped a bit on Twitter over the weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> it's uh, it's not as easy as it looks, is it? Everybody was uh, flocking towards you to, to take home a few points for their fantasy harness racing team. As mentioned, you're an ambassador. But, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't your best week at the office. So uh, can you turn it around this week for all those? I guess you've got the next 24 hours to get through. Otherwise, you might get booted from a few teams. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it didn't look a great meeting other than probably my drive in the cup at tomorrow and it probably panned out a little bit that way. But um, yeah, hopefully we can only improve, that's for sure. It's been a, a really successful start to this fantasy harness racing, though, all jokes aside. And I'm sure that you're um, happy to be involved in the role that you are because it's just creating a stack of interest. Yeah, for sure. You only got to sort of look at the, your Twitter feed and um, see everyone talking about it. And uh, that's sort of what uh, the game's designed to do, to get people talking about the game and watching more races. And I think it's doing that. Let's discuss a few of your key chances tomorrow night. We won't go through all of them, but race number three, you look to have a good shot of picking up some points with Need a Penny. Race three, horse number two has a nice draw. Are you happy with how this gelding's going? You combined for a win two starts ago. Uh, yeah, he, he's probably not the funnest horse in the world to drive, but um, he's drawn nicely in barrier two. If if he can get to the fence, he's probably a place chance there. He um, He's going to need a fair few things to go his way to win, but yeah, if we get to the fence, he, he's definitely be in the money somewhere, hopefully. What about in the following race, a horse that you know well, Rockenburn, has only had uh, the handful of starts, four in total, was able to win at Leeton going back to about a month ago when uh, probably not deserving to, considering the fact that he did a, a fair bit wrong, but he's back in the main draw uh, tomorrow night. It looks a pretty deep race, so, so uh, a good measuring stick for him. Yeah, I, I sort of thought it's a good race for him. He He's a horse with plenty of ability. He does have a lot of tricks, and he's, he's very green still, but I expect him to sort of finish in the top few there, if not get the cash, just depending on how his manners are and what sort of run he gets. But... Yeah, his last two runs, he's ran third at uh, Wagga and he sort of had to come from way back in the field where the tempo probably hasn't been on and it hasn't sued us. But yeah, we're back in the draw tomorrow, so he should be a good chance. If he does everything right, does it look a, a likely leader's back trail on a horse like Frankie J Holden? What's your speed map look like? Yeah, that's, that that would be the ideal scenario, I think. Um, he did get out real good for me at the trials, but uh, the one horse led up at Cobram and I'd be quite happy to be sitting on his back. It's probably just going to depend on um, what Dressed in Gold does in three. It can sort of do a few things wrong as well, but it also can get off the arm pretty good. So if the one looks like holding up and where a leader's back, I think think he'd be pretty hard to beat. Sasha looks to have a little bit of a tricky draw in race number five, middle of the row, some speed inside and outside, and she's probably not known for being an ultra-quick mare off the arm, but what sort of chance do you give her in the fifth? Yeah, she she's um, a nice little mare. She's one of them mares. If she can get to the fence, she's um, always a really good chance. But like you said, there is a little bit of speed inside us. But she does get out all right. 
And, um, yeah, so we're just going to have to sort of see how good she gets out. If we can get across the fence, she probably brings herself into the race a fair bit. And if she sort of can't get across the fence, well, we're just going to have to drive for a lot of luck and hope for the best. In the following race, race number six, you've got Mr Nien. Uh, went down narrowly last time out here at Wagga uh, in what was a, a real slog to the finish. You didn't cop a great deal of... Uh, or you copped a great deal of pressure out in front, and for that reason, you were probably just uh, left wanting a little bit late. Step it up in trip tomorrow night. Are you the leader again here? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, um, I sort of let him roll a fair bit last week. He's he's a big sort of, like you said, bit of a bit of a plugger. He, he doesn't have a lot of high speed, and I tried my best to take the sting out of everyone else, and it nearly worked. We only just got just got beaten by one, but the twenty two hundred we're probably not going to be able to be as he as aggressive tomorrow, but I think you'll get to the top and yeah, we're probably still going to have to try and get rolling from the 1,000 or 800 and try and take a bit of speed out of the other runners, but if he gets to the front, he's a good chance. You've got drives in six of the seven races tomorrow night at Wagga. Is there one that stands out? Um, I'd say Rock and Burn, like I said, he, he, he's not not 100% a racehorse yet, but um, he, he has shown very good potential at home, and I, I do think if he puts it all together, he should be pretty close tomorrow night. Okay, that's race four, number two, tomorrow at Wagga. Appreciate your time this morning, Blake, and best of luck there tomorrow evening. No worries. Thank you, Rick. Blake Jones there joining us this morning. So don't jump off Blake yet in the Harness Racing Fantasy League if you're a fan. He looks to have uh, some key chances tomorrow night, of course. He's going to pick up the six points uh, just for having that amount of drives and then uh, a lot of them look good chances of running into the top three. So that's tomorrow. As mentioned, no racing today in New South Wales. We'll have eight races from Menangle, the first getting underway at one fifteen tomorrow, and that'll roll straight into seven races from Wagga at 6.05. Just another reminder that Harness Racing Fantasy Lockout for changes to your team is 1pm tomorrow afternoon, 15 minutes before the first at Menangle. Thanks for joining us this morning for On The Pace. Hopefully we've found you a winner or two to look forward to tomorrow. And, of course, we'll be keeping a close eye on things when it comes to those fields coming through tomorrow afternoon for Tamworth's Golden Guitar Meeting on Friday night. That's on the pace for this Monday.